I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbishnewes.substack.com and on my blog, kolhasridim, at blogspot.com on January 13th, 2023, and the title of the article is Shemos, Dasan and Aviram, To Blame or Not to Blame. The events that led to Moshe Rabbeinu's flight from Egypt are recounted in the span of three psukim in Shemos 2, 13 through 15. Quote, Moshe went out on the second day, and behold, two Hebrew men were fighting. And he said to the guilty one, why do you strike your fellow? The man said, who set you as a chief and judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Moshe feared, saying, indeed, the matter is known. Paro heard the matter and sought to kill Moshe, but Moshe fled from before Paro. He dwelled in the land of Midian and sat down by the well. End quote. Ask any Jewish day school student which two Hebrew men were fighting, and they'll likely answer, Dasan and Aviram. This, is, this view of the sages, cited by Rashi, is given full expression in Midrash Tanchuma 2.13. Quote, He went out on the second day, and behold, two Hebrew men were fighting. Who were they? Dasan and Aviram. They, are the, they were the ones who said, let us appoint a leader and return to Egypt. In Bamidbar 14.4, they are the ones who rebelled at the sea. In Shemos 14.11, they are the ones who left over some of the, man, the, the, the manna. As it is written, men left over from the manna until the morning. In Shemos 16.20, and they are the ones who went out to gather manna and didn't find any. In Shemos 16.27, they are the ones who were involved in Korach's dispute. In Bamidbar 16.1, as it is stated, the same Dasan and Aviram. In Bamidbar 16.27, for they persisted in their wickedness from beginning to end. End quote. The sages do not claim with certainty that Dasan and Aviram were involved in these incidents. The Torah Tamima explains that, quote, because Dasan and Aviram were known to be contentious people, the sages ascribe fault to them, following the principle of tolin es hakalkala lemakulkal, we ascribe degeneracy to the degenerate, end quote from the Torah Tamima, which is on Shemos 213, note 37. In other words, the Midrash implicates Dasan and Aviram for homiletical reasons, not because we have a tradition that they were behind all this troublemaking as a matter of historical fact. Rabag does not blame Dasan and Aviram. He too favors a homiletical approach, as evidenced by his practice to conclude every section of his Chumash commentary with a list of to'alos, beneficial lessons, that emerge from the text. But unlike Rashi, Rabag grounds his ethical lesson in the pshat, the straightforward meaning of the narrative. Quote, the eighth lesson is to inform us of the evil conduct of Israel at that time, when they were in the throes of the Egyptian exile, namely, that they were fighting with each other and striking each other, and they hated rebuke to the extent that when Moshe rebuked them about their fighting, they did not want to accept his rebuke, but instead publicized the matter of killing the Egyptian in a way that reached Paro, forcing Moshe to flee. All of this is to teach us that the reason why we were in such a severe state of exile is because of this bad conduct to the extent that if they would have improved their actions and drawn close to Hashem according to their ability, they would not have been in such a severe exile. For this same reason, you will find that the exile did not begin until Yosef and all his brothers died, even though it had been decreed upon them that they would be enslaved and oppressed for 400 years, because good free will decisions can override the natural order. End quote from the Rabag. Rabag maintains that the degenerate behavior exhibited in our psukim, quarreling, physical assault, hatred, rebuke, informing on a fellow Jew, was not limited to two bad apples. It was endemic. According to Rabag, this evil conduct was so pervasive that it resulted in prolonging the exile longer than it needed to be. Each approach has its pros and cons. The advantage of the Rabag's approach 
is that it sheds light on the sociological reality of the Egyptian exile and underscores how we as a nation could have avoided unnecessary suffering by remaining close to Hashem or doing teshuva. The disadvantage is that the Rabag's insight is abstract and difficult to relate to on a personal level. The disadvantage of Rashi's approach is that it's easy to simply blame Dasan and Aviram without reflecting on how their behavior persists in ourselves and in our people today. The advantage of Rashi's approach is that Dasan and Aviram can be held up as emotionally resonant anti-role models for their bad character traits. The educator must decide which approach is the most effective for each audience and context. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.